Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Turbo Talk. Today, we are going to be breaking down every Marvel project um, in the works as of now, as of announcing everything you need to know about them. So, before we get started, I want to know, put in the comments right now, um, what your favorite Marvel movie that came out in 2000, any Marvel project, TV show, movie that came out in 2021, and let me know. That episode, it did really well. So happy for that, too. Um, so, as of now, every Marvel project show and everything that has been announced will not be left alone. I will make sure I cover them all. Whether that be in Morbius, um, any other movie... Morbius, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. Anything that is Marvel, I will be announcing. So, let's get started, shall we? First off, um, yeah, like I said, I want to know what your guys' favorite Marvel movie and Marvel show that came out in 2021. Because mine, my favorite show was WandaVision. My favorite movie was, um, um, Spider-Man No Way Home. And I really loved Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, I mean, I loved what if, I guess. I mean, what if was like a weird show, in my opinion. I mean, I mean, I'm not like a big cartoon fan. So, in ways, what if wasn't really fun for me. It had its parts that I liked. But, so, but... When Marvel, but when Marvel did release Endgame in 2019, it did br bring an end to some of, a lot of these heroes that you've seen over the years. Whether that be in Thor, Black Widow, Iron Man, Hulk, um, anything, you know. But they're opening up to so many more possibilities. But, Endgame did serve as a finale to the first, like, three phases. And... We're now in phase four right now. I'm pretty sure. And it was it was so I mean the first three phases were splendid. They were spectacular. And phase four is great. I mean I'm loving it. But here's one thing you gotta know. The MCU is continuing. I mean, as hard as it might be to imagine an MCU without the superheroes we've come to love over the past decade of, what, 20-plus blockbusters, 20-plus films, it's comforting to know the universe isn't done, though. I mean, you gotta admit, yes, I will say, we are gonna miss these hit characters we've grew up with since early 2000s, and some even in the 90s. I mean, I'm going to miss Robert Downey Jr. I'm going to miss 
um, Jeremy Renner, I'm going to miss Chris Hemsworth when he passes on um, to bigger things. I mean, and i got to give it to them. They casted these people so well. And you wouldn't even imagine it. You know, you never would have thought that here we are in 2022. We've gotten so many Marvel projects. And there are some to... Some that are happening still. I mean... Um, but what's next, though? But, well, Marvel is releasing an avalanche. And I mean an avalanche of new series and films. But because the studio's... Revealed a roadmap of 23 series or films it's planning to release over the next few years. And that is mind-blowing. 23 films in like three years. So in like 20, 2024, we'll be done with 23 shows. And like I said, that is mind-blowing. And I, myself, am going to watch every single one of them. And I mean it. But they there have been 23 movies since the MCU began in 2008. So just imagine... And it took them that many years to make 23 movies in those years. But get this, this is going to be TV shows. So that's even more mind-blowing to me. But now here is everything you need to know about what's next for the MCU. Is what we're going to be talking about. And we've also, and um, I've also included details about a, you know other films, uh, different films and stuff such as Morbius and... Other films. I mean, you're about to... Um, here we go. But we're going to be... First talk about the confirmed section, like here. Um, the every new Marvel movie and show definitely coming, alright? Because if you want the... But if you don't want spoilers for any of these, because I'm sure some... I'm, I'm about to say some spoilers from past movies and past shows. So if you don't... Have not watched any of these, uh, like... Up, like Marvel films past 2019, please scroll and do not read. Alright, I mean watch. Alright, so, yeah. Here we go, everybody. Um, first up, I just want to talk about um, how well they did with Hawkeye. I've, I've got to say, I mean, they did amazing with that show. And honestly, I was kind of hesitant because I thought... Hawkeye never deserved anything solo or anything. I mean, Jeremy Renner, he's a good guy, and he played Hawkeye really well, and they casted him great. But here's what I don't get. You see, the the reason they're doing this is because, and I kind of agree to this, they're kind of giving us something to hold us off until what they have big planned. Because Hawkeye, it's nothing big. I mean, come on. It's Kate Bishop and Hawkeye fighting in New York the whole six episodes. You know what I'm saying? And then um, Black Widow's sister comes in. I mean, that's what that's basically what that show is. I mean, then Kingpin is for some reason there. I mean, that's literally that's what it is. But I am still very much excited um, to see, and I'm hoping they could do a season two where it's like a Kate and um, Yelena type duo without Jeremy Renner because. Like I said, they're closing off so many paths. Like, I don't think we'll ever see Robert Downey Jr. in a Marvel film again. I don't think we can be seeing um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki again. I mean, or I think this could be Chris Hemsworth's um, final film in Thor Love and Thunder. So I got to say, 
And another movie I want to brag on is Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home, I had watched like a week or two after it came out. And oh my god, I was mind blown. I gotta say, I was more excited for this movie. Since, like, more excited for this than I was in Infinity War and Endgame. Because I was not really excited for Infinity War because I did not know what it would hold. And what, you know, goodness it would prevail. But... I loved it, and another film I didn't really, um, was excited for was Avengers Age of Ultron, but they did well on that too, and Endgame I was excited for, I was definitely excited for that, because I wanted to see what was next. So yeah, but Spider-Man No Way Home brought three generations of Spider-Man in one film for two hours, and it was great. And then, I mean, you see different villains from your childhood, I mean, you see Electro, Jamie Foxx, you see um, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, you see Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. I mean, it was so powering to me. And it really, because if you think about it, in Spider-Man Homecoming, Tom was like, oh, I'm Spider-Man, this is going to be so cool. And he didn't know what the values of being Spider-Man was. But in Spider-Man No Way Home, he realizes it's a serious job and there's lots of losses. Spoiler warning, by the way. But they, I mean, he lost Aunt May. He lost Ned and MJ. You know, I mean, he doesn't, no one knows who he is. No one knows, everyone knows who Spider-Man is, but no one knows who Peter Parker is. Which is so sad, and I'm excited. I think they could definitely bring in Gwen Stacy and Harry Osborn for Spider-Man 4 with, um... Tom Holland Spider-Man, like the college years. There's supposed to be like three more movies of him in college, and it's going to be great. And I get this question a lot if I think Ned and MJ's story in the whole Spider-Man universe is over. Not at all. There's definitely a place for them still. But I just got to say, it was great. Now, here's one I'm not excited for at all. This is Miss Marvel. Now, I, I hate, I'm not going to say I hate it, but I do. Um, Miss Marvel, I'm not excited for that. <laughs> never will I be. I will never be excited for this. I will never be excited for a movie with Miss Marvel in it. Like, boring. <laughs> but the next Disney Plus series... After Hawkeye is Miss Marvel. And the character is portrayed by um I'm in Villani. I've never seen her in any film, so maybe they'll do good with her, but let's do a breakdown. Here we go. Miss Marvel's real name is Kamala Khan, and the character debuted in twenty thirteen as Muslim Pakistani American from New Jersey. She first appeared in the comics and has become one of the largest successes for Marvel Comics in the short time since her inception. It was announced that the series will debut in summer 2022. Even better news is that Marvel has already announced that Villani's Kamala Khan will appear in the Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels. Um, next is another movie I'm excited for in Marvel is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is releasing May 6, 2022. Um... 
The sequel for Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Stephen Strange was confirmed at San Diego Comic Con 2019 with the surprise that Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda Maximoff will aid Doctor Strange. The plot for the upcoming film is rumored to center around something happening in the Marvel Universe, perhaps started by Loki in his new series, which was great. But that will lead to alternate universes merging in destructive ways, and Doctor Strange will presumably have to fix the situation. Interestingly, Marvel sneakily changed the WandaVision post-credit scene recently. The change adds a translucent fe- figure that appears to be floating down towards the cabin where Wanda is practicing magic. The inclusion of Doctor Strange's theme is a good sign it is, in fact, the Sorcerer Supreme heading down to talk to the Scarlet Witch. Interestingly, this change was made around the same time that an episode of Loki premiered, showing the timeline being bombed by a Loki variant. Could that be the event that leads to the Multiverse's Madness? Curious, right? But we'll have to wait till May 6th. Or after, whenever you see the movie. Next up we got is another film I'm excited for, and that is Thor Love and Thunder. You better hold your breath for this one. The release is July 8, 2022. Chris Hemsworth is slated to return as the God of Thunder for the fourth Thor film, but this time he won't be the only Thor. He'll be sharing Mjolnir with his former love interest, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman. After the success of Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi will return to direct, and Tessa Thompson is also returning as Valkyrie. The Queen of Asgard. Russell Crowe will also make his debut as the MCU's version of Zeus. Christian Bell is set to star as the villain Gore the God Butcher, an alien man who lost his family and finds a terrible weapon that he uses to take vengeance out on all the gods in the universe. So we know it's about to be action-packed. There's also new rumors that Henry Cavill may make his MCU debut in this film after starring as Superman in the DCEU films that I love Henry Cavill. Not gonna lie, I, I think he is great. So if he does, let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's Henry Cavill. Come on. We all know we want to see him in the MCU. I mean, we wanted to see him in the DCEU, and they gave it to us. Maybe they'll do the same with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so let's hope. <laughs> Another one I am definitely excited for and will forever be excited for, but we got, we got a while to wait. I mean, this is... Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. This movie debuts in theaters November 11, 2022. So yeah, like I said, we got a, got a while. But the original Black Panther is the highest grossing solo film in the MCU, with only Avengers films topping it. The highly anticipated sequel is expected to dive into the wider world of Wakanda, as Marvel announced it won't recast Chadwick Boseman, Boseman's character following his tragic death. The new title, Wakanda Forever, points toward there being a wider focus on the country as well. There also be good, been speculation as to who could be the new leader of Wakanda, with Latino Riot's Shuri rumored to be the next Black Panther, and I'm excited to see that. I just don't think you can ever replace Black Panther. A girl or a boy, no. Chadwick played him well, so, no. Next up we got is one... It's a short, but I'm including in this. It's like 30 minutes long. But it's the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which I am not excited for. Not at all. I think it's not needed. Just wait till Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We can wait. Because no one is excited for that film either. Just saying. Um, This is releasing in December 2022 sometime. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special was announced back at Disney's Investor Day in 2020. James Gunn will direct the Disney Plus sequel that will see the main cast of both Guardians films return, including Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt as Peter Quill and Dave Bautista as Drax. 
Gunn, who wrote and directed all the Guardians of the Galaxy films, has said he was inspired by the 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special. And that's literally all we got for that because there's nothing we've got. No updates. We've got more updates on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 than the Holiday Special. And that's a short. Like, it's, I'm not excited for that at all, but I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> Next up we got is The Marvels. Um, which will debut in theaters February 17th, 2023. Uh, we now know the title of Captain Marvel's sequel, The Marvels, which teases a team-up, female-centric team-up led by Brie Larson's Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel. The first Captain Marvel film is set in 1995, and we don't know what Brie Larson's character has been up to, up to between then and her appearance in Endgame. But we can safely say from the addition of Iman Vilani, uh, Vilani's Kamala Khan, who'll make her debut in the Disney Plus series Miss Marvel. Antiana Paris, uh, Monica Rambeau, who was recently powered up in One Division, that the film should be set in what passes as a modern day for the MCU. There's also the credit scene from Far From Home. It featured Nick Fury aboard a spaceship from with the scrolls from the first Captain Marvel film. This could be linked to the next Captain Marvel feature. Next up we got is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, releasing May 5th, 2023. The third Guardians film was initially stated to hit theaters much earlier, but Marvel delayed it when they announced James Gunn, the writer and director of the first two films, would be returning for a third installment. He was busy working on Suicide Squad, hence the delay, but it's since been delayed again. We have no exact details about what the plot could be for the new film, but it could see the Guardians looking for Gamora, who was missing at the end of Endgame. We do know the film will reveal the teased Character Adam Warlock, previewed at the end of Guardians 2, with Will Poulter's casting of the character being announced. Disney also recently revealed that the cast will be filming a Disney Plus holiday special for release in 2022, which we already talked about. You can also expect the release of a series of shorts on Disney Plus about Baby Groot, aptly titled I'm Groot. Next one we got that I'm not excited for, I don't care, but it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Yeah, no one gives nothing about this film. I don't. No one does. No one cares. Anyway, it was released July 28, 2023. The third Ant-Man and the Wasp film will see the next confirmed signing of Jonathan Major's Kang the Conqueror following his appearance in the season finale of Loki. Kang is a time traveler from far in the future who discovers the multiverse and time travel. The film will return Paul Rudd as Scott Lang and Evangeline Lilly as Hope. Van Dyne. A.K.A. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer will also return in their previous roles. Corey Stahl will even be back as a villain from the first Ant-Man film, Darren Cross. Finally, Payne Rue will return as director after homing the first two Ant-Man films. Next up, we got it, which I am definitely excited for, because I love this team. It is Fantastic Four. We don't have no release date announced for this film, but completely forget all the previous films when it comes to this Fantastic Four, though. The Fantastic Four have been some of the premier comic characters for Marvel since their inception. All that success, however, hasn't translated to the big screen yet. With the three films produced since 2005 and none of them being particularly sex successful, that will likely all change with the next Fantastic Four film, as Marvel reacquired the rights to produce it and add the foursome to the MCU. It's unknown when we can expect the film, but Marvel president Kevin Feige recently announced that a Fantastic Four film was in the beginning stage of production with the director of the MCU's two Spider-Man films, John Watts, slated to direct as well. Next up we got is Captain America 4. 
starring, I swear, Anthony Mackie. He's coming back, and he's coming back strong as the new Captain America. The release date has not been announced, but following the conclusion of the Disney Plus series The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it was revealed that Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson, will get his own big screen adventure now that he's the new Captain America. We expect to see Sebastian Stan's Bucky Barnes return for the feature film, perhaps along with a few other characters from the recent series, although nothing is confirmed at this stage. The film is currently in the earliest stages of development with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier showrunner Malcolm Spellman pinning the script. Super early rumors are pointing to the return of two villains, one of which is Daniel Bruhl's Baron Zemo, who we last saw working with Sam and Bucky. Bucky. The other is Red Skull, the villain that Chris Evans faced off with during World War II in Captain America, the first Avenger. It was last played by Ross Marquand in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Hugo Weaving originally played the role. Next up we got... Oh. You better buckle up for this one. After the 90's film Blade was so successful, they planned to reboot the series. But here's the problem with that. With Blade, he's not an important character in Marvel. Nothing important happened to him that shattered the whole Marvel Universe or anything. Nothing. He's just a normal superhero... Or whatever. Now the release date for this has been not announced yet. It's unannounced. We don't know. But after winning an Oscar for Best Actor, Mahershala Ali set up a meeting with Marvel and let them know he wanted to play the Vampire Hunter Blade. Marvel student announced his casting at San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Basim Tariq has been tapped to direct the film, which was scheduled to begin filming in 2021. The most recent news to come out about the film appears to have been released mistakenly. Disney India posted a since-deleted tweet that showed Marvel's upcoming slate as well as Blade with 7th October with a um, October 7th, 2022 release date. That would be a great spooky time for Marvel's first vampires to show up. Next one which I'm excited for is Deadpool 3, which has been unannounced, but we've been waiting forever. While most of the excitement with Disney's purchase of Fox Films centered around potential future films for the X-Men and the Fantastic Four, it was easy to forget that Disney now owns the rated R superhero Deadpool, and it's hard to imagine we'll have to wait long for him to show up in the MCU, officially. Disney and Ryan Reynolds are reportedly working on the project. Bob's Burgers writers Wendy Molinex and Lizzie Molinex Logan are pinning a script that Ryan Reynolds is overseeing. Rumors suggest a November 2023 release date. You can expect this film to be rated R2, just like its predecessors. Another one, which is coming out rightly soon, and we just got the trailer for, is Moon Knight. Moon Knight is closer to the dead point of the spectrum when it comes to Marvel heroes. Originally a hired gun named Mark Spector. He's saved by Egyptian gods when left for dead in the desert and dons the mantle of Moon Knight. He is dissociative, identity disorder, and generally a little crazy. We know Oscar Isaac is slated to star as Spectre. Marvel revealed the first look at Moon Knight on November 12th, 2021. There's no release date information as of yet, but the fact that it's finishing shooting points to it begins being one of the next MCU series on Disney+. Plus. Next up, we got it, She-Hulk, which is supposed to re- um, release on Disney+, Plus and has yet to be an announced of release date. We'll forgive you if you think this is just a ver- girl version of The Strongest Avenger. But Jennifer Walters is a character all her own in Marvel Comics. Bruce Banner is her cousin, and she gains his powers during a blood transfusion. She's more, much more comfortable with the big screen alter ego than her cousin, as she becomes the lawyer of choice for any super who has to be in court. 
Of course, Marvel will probably change some of her origin story, like they always do. We know what happened in Incredible Hulk, but we don't want to talk about that. But expect the lawyer bit to stay, according to Kevin Feige. Tatiana Maslany will play Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, and Mark Ruffalo will appear as the Hulk. We got our first look at both on November 12, 2021 as part of a Marvel's Disney Plus Day special. We also know now that Jamil, Jamil will play the villain Tatiana. Titania. And a bit more surprising news, Tim Roth will reprise his role as the Abomination from 2008's The Incredible Hulk, as seen in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. There's no word on a release date yet. Next up we got is Secret Invasion, which is a, a TV series coming to Disney+, Plus, which the release date has been unannounced. But hopefully we get it soon. Hopefully we get it for all these shows. That would be great. Um, The Disney Plus series stars... Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury, while Ben Mendelsohn will return as Talos. It's a live-action version of one of the most famous comic storylines of all time, which will see shape-shifting scrolls infiltrate Earth. Kevin Feige indicated the series will be a crossover event, meaning we could be seeing lots of other characters from the MCU, which I'm excited, because it's Nick Fury getting his own show. Even though I don't think it's needed, I'm still a little bit excited for it. Next up we got is Ironheart, which is basically an Iron Man TV show, which is basically Iron Man 4 at this point. Um, it is unannounced on Disney Plus as of right now. Dominic Thorne will star as Riri Williams, a young servant who created her own version of the Iron Man armor at the age of 16. She could serve as a replacement for Iron Man with no Tony Stark in the picture. No word yet on a release date for Ironheart. Thorne is slated to debut as Riri Williams in Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Next up we got is Armor Wars, which is kind of like an Iron Man 4 too, if you want to think about it. But... Yeah, it's unannounced and it is a TV series coming to Disney+. Plus. This series will star Don Cheadle as his MCU character, James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, who deals with the fallout of his old friend's technology falling into the wrong hands. The series will be based on a popular run of the Iron Man comics, albeit with major differences, as Tony Stark is dead. Next up we got is Echo, which will be a TV series releasing on Disney+, Plus, and the release date, once again, has not been announced. Alakwa Cox will star as Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo, in a new Disney Plus series after the character debuts, debuts in the Hawkeye series. In the comics, Maya, or Echo, is a gifted athlete and can copy any movement she sees. There's no news on a release date yet. Next we got is something I'm excited for, a One Division spinoff titled Agatha House of Harkness. It is a TV series releasing to Disney Plus and the release date has not been announced. Catherine Hahn will reprise her role as Agatha Harkness in her own t- series after the debuted as the villain in WandaVision. The series will hopefully shed more light on some of the dark magic she used in WandaVision as well as the history of witches in the MCU. Next up we got is What If Season 2, which is an animated TV series coming to Disney+. Plus. Season 2 is coming to Disney+, Plus and it is unannounced. The release date is. The second season of What If is already in the works, and it could come sooner than you'd expect. As Marvel was already working on the second season when the first was still airing, Jeffrey Wyatt will repose, rep- return to voice the Watcher, and we'd expect other voices from the MCU to appear as well. Next up we got is Loki Season 2, which I'm excited for. Um, it is a TV series coming to Disney+, Plus, a new season coming to Disney+, Plus as well, and it is unannounced, from di- and the release date is unannounced. It's been confirmed that Loki will return for a second season in the credits of the season finale for the first season. 
expecting to pick up where the events of the first season left off, with Loki and Sylvie split up and the timeline destroyed. In addition to Tom Hiddleston and Sophia DiMartino returning as Loki and Sylvie, Owen Wilson, Gugu Mbatha-Raw, and Winmi Mosoku are also expected to reprise their roles for Season 2. So, it's going to be epic. Next up we got is X-Men 97. X-Men 97 is an animated TV series releasing to Disney+. Plus. But Boo DeMeo will serve as executive producer and head writer for this new animated series that will pay homage to the famous 90s series, X-Men, the animated series. The series will be Marvel's first ad- adaptation of the X-Men since reacquiring the rights. Next up we got is an animated TV st- series coming to Disney+, Plus, and it, the reset is unannounced, but it's titled Marvel Zombies. What if MCU but Walking Dead? This animated series will see Earth's Mightiest Heroes confronted with the zombie apocalypse. Brian Andrews will serve as an executive producer. One animated show that I'm excited for, and this is it. Spider-Man Freshman Year. Freshman, Spider-Man Freshman Year is an animated TV show releasing in Disney+, Plus, and the release date has been announced. But this animated series will see young Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man. Jeff Tremel will serve as executive producer and head writer. Next up, as I said earlier, is a TV show about Groot. It is about Baby Groot, and it is titled, I Am Groot. What was Groot like when he was just a little sapling? The series of original shorts will explore Groot's childhood as he gets into misadventures all across the galaxy. And it's going to be great, hopefully. Because I love Groot, and I hope they do this well. Um, but here is some unconfirmed movies and shows possibly coming to the MCU. But we're going to talk about film... Um, films Disney hasn't confirmed, but because it owns the right to these franchises, the following films could be expected. Um, Avengers 5, a film, a, a movie, of course. A fifth Avenger film most certainly will happen, but Phase 4, aka the next stage of the MCU, was announced without their big team up that closed out the first three phases, so we're at least four years away from the next Avengers film. Also, remember since the first Captain America introduced the first Infinity Stone, the MCU had been building towards a confrontation with Thanos. That's done now, and the Avengers are currently scattered across the universe. So far, it seems like the next Avengers installment will see smaller teams of heroes come together, such as the young Avengers led by Tom Holland, Spider-Man, or the um, all-female A-Force led by Captain Marvel, as far as what could for- force the whole gang to get back together again. There's been some news about Marvel beginning the casting process for the voice of Galactus, a celestial being known for devouring worlds. Next up we got is X-Men, a film, or like a movie, you know, a movie. <laughs> Disney's acquisition of 20th Century Fox means Marvel owns the rights to a whole host of new characters, including the X-Men. We already know that Marvel's working on a Fantastic Four film, and Kevin Feige left people drooling at San Diego Comic-Con 2019 when he said he'd run out of time to talk about mutants. However, there's a problem with adding the X-Men to the MCU, and it can't be solved with an origin story. The X-Men aren't normal people who fell into radioactive waste and got superpowers. They're an entire offshoot of humanity itself. So it's a bit more complicated getting these guys onto the screen in the context of the MCU. But considering our Marvel has accomplished already, it won't be long until Wolverine is seen joining up with Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, and all the rest of the gang. We expect Marvel to begin laying the groundwork for the addition of the mutant race in the upcoming films before we actually get an X-Men film. Next up is Namor the Submariner. That could be a possible movie coming soon. There's a moment in Endgame you might have missed that seems to preview another Marvel character making his big screen debut. As Black Widow is having her hologram conference with a few of the remaining Avengers, Denai Guru's Okoy mentions earthquakes in the ocean off the coast of Africa. 
While this could be just a throwaway line, it could also hint at the debut of the Submariner. Marvel's answers to Aquaman. There's been a ton of rumors about Marvel making a Nimor film since the release of Endgame, with even The Rock being linked to playing the Atlantean. If so, you can expect this character to potentially make his debut in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, um, or as a villain in the upcoming Black Panther sequel. Here are some confirmed um, adjunct movies coming to the MCU. This is an adjunct film coming to the MCU. It's from Sony's Expanded Spider-Verse, and it's confirmed. Here, um, And that is Morbius, with the release date 20, January 28, 2022. Morbius is the next film from Sony's Extended Spider-Man universe. It tells the story of Dr. Michael Morbius, Jerry, uh, played by Jared Leto, who through trying to cure himself of a rare blood disease effectively turns himself into a vampire. While the character is one of Spider-Man's antagonists, he's also seen time as an anti-hero. The recent trailer connects the Sony Spy- Spider-Verse of Spider-Man villains to the MCU by showing posters Spider-Man with the words murderer spray-painted on it, a reference to the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Morbius is also expected to feature Michael Keaton's Vulture, the antagonist of the first Spider-Man film, Spider-Man Homecoming. Here's some spoiler-free Marvel movies and shows at a glance. Here's everything we described above, but uh, here's everything I just described, um, but spoiler-free. Um, but, yeah. So, let's go over that again. I'm about to name everyone we just talked about. Um, so, here we go. Next up, it first we have Miss Marvel, like I said, summer 2022. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 6, 2022. Thor Love and Thunder, July 8, 2022. Black Panther 2, November 11, 2022. The Marvels, February 23, 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 5, 2023. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, July 28, 2023. Fantastic Four. Release date unannounced. Blade, release date unannounced. Deadpool 3, unannounced. Captain America 4, unannounced. Moon Knight, um, unannounced. She-Hulk, unannounced. Secret Invasion, unannounced. Ironheart, unannounced. Armor Wars, unannounced. Echo is an unannounced TV series. Agatha House of Harkness, unannounced. X-Men 97, unannounced. What If Season 2, Unannounced. Loki Season 2, unannounced, unfortunately. Spider-Man Freshman Year, unfortunately, unannounced. I Am Groot, unannounced. And Marvel Zombies, unannounced. But, wow. So, like I said, um, it, it is going to be a great time for Marvel. Anyone who loves Marvel, it is going to be so great. We are excited to bring it to you, and honestly, if you think about it, I mean, this is going to put a big step in the whole Marvel process, alright, it's going to be great, but anyways, guys, I want to thank you all for watching, and we will see you next week, but thanks for watching Turbo Talk.